Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. I'm your host, Chelsea Myers, and today we are expanding on the topic of confidence. When we think about ourselves and our ability to create the outcomes that we want to experience in our lives, and we visualize ourselves doing the things we plan to achieve and excelling in the ways that are important to us, we're in the beginning stages of result creation. Now, confidence as it relates to results is multifaceted. Putting in the time and effort to acquire a new skill or succeed at something eventually will come with the confidence of us having done that thing. Once I learned how to ride a bike, I was then confident in my ability to ride one. That's the after effect. Then there's the more potent confidence that we get along the way. And it's a little more meta. It's the way that our thinking shifts from not yet having the knowledge and skill sets or ability to accomplish our goal that bit by bit transforms into little wins, discoveries, and growths along the journey. It's like taking vitamins each day or sticking to a workout plan where One occurrence may not be very detectable, but over time, the continued dedication results in something noticeable. And this is one of my favorite aspects of doing something. Knowing that I don't yet know how to do it, committing completely to the process and the transformative experience that takes place inside my mind, body, and spirit as I figure it out. It really is such a beautiful thing that we can select anything that appeals to us and not only obtain it, but use that focus as our curriculum for personal development, both in ways that we know we need to grow and in ways that we may be unaware that we need to grow. It's a giant win-win-win available to us at all times. And even dialing it back further from confidence after the fact and confidence gained during the process, there's the incredible experience of deciding to create confidence enough to embark on the journey in the first place. Now notice I said create because confidence like sadness, anger, excitement, and joy comes from our thoughts. And I cannot even quantify the number of times I've had thoughts, really convincing ones that have paralyzed my pace of getting started. Now, I just dismiss those types of ideas because like any other nonsense, I don't see the utility in entertaining them, but I've had them And I've coached a lot of people through them. And what's even more striking, and I say this with a lot of tenderness and seriousness, is the number of incredibly talented and amazing individuals that I've coached who had a goal, something outstanding to offer themselves or other people, and they didn't do it because they couldn't get past the insecurities that came. They couldn't dismiss those thoughts or come up with enough strong opposing thoughts. They couldn't create the confidence. And so they held themselves back. And everyone who might have benefited from their example, their product, their service, their leadership, their story, their voice, 
and all of those people who could have been impacted missed out on what might have been. And that doesn't have to be your story. And if you're at all lacking in the area of confidence, let's get to it because there is so much that you can do to amp yourself up naturally with the good stuff that'll keep you motivated, keep you strong, and elevate your consciousness to a place that'll make your goals much more attainable. So if you haven't already listened to part one of this series, then I recommend you go back and listen to those components of developing confidence. And today we're going to make it sticky by getting more into mindset and designing environments for yourself that nurture and expand your growth. One thing that I suggest to my clients is to be selective in their language, to define the words that they use to describe their benchmarks and goals. And here's what I mean by that. It's really ambiguous to tell ourselves that our goal is to be successful. Well, successful at what? And how is that measured? What will it look like once success has been obtained? I am successful and I love building upon my successes. And I can tell you from experience that the process has been much more doable and enjoyable the more clear I've gotten on exactly what success means to me. And we want to do the same thing with any goal. If the goal is wealth, what exactly does that mean? I'm currently leading a weight loss group and each person in it has a goal, but just losing weight or being smaller is not really a trackable goal. I encourage my clients to be specific. So when it comes to something a little more abstract, like confidence, we have to get detailed with ourselves about what that looks like, how it feels, how we show up when we've acquired a high predictable level of confidence We need to know what we're after so that we can notice as it improves and so we can know when we've arrived. Now, we don't know what we don't know, and that's the truth of any situation, and that's the truth here. So don't be surprised if you create your definition of confidence and get to work on growing yours, and as you approach your written description of what you're after, you realize that there are other areas you want to improve or additional details you want to add to your goal. That's fine. What we want in the beginning is a clear direction to head that we can tweak the final destination once we get to that general location. It reminds me of a trip we took to Florida once. We were there as a family to enjoy the beach in Lauderdale, and they'd had a series of storms that brought in all of this seaweed, which was not only unsightly, but it really impacted our ability to enjoy the beach because you either had to stay up on the sand or walk through a few feet of the floating debris to get to the clear water. And (laughs) it makes my nose wrinkle just thinking about it. So we switched locations and it turns out that there are some absolutely incredible beaches that we may never have explored if we weren't encouraged away from the area that was our original goal. In other words, the original destination of where we were headed got us close. And once we were there, we decided on a final destination once we could see more clearly the things that we couldn't have seen back from Oklahoma. And it was beautiful. 
and it was amazing. And I woke up each day to dolphins swimming past our patio. So let's choose a definition of confidence that is as far as you can tell what you want in your life as a regularly enjoyed attribute of your human experience. And once you have your definition, I want you to take a moment to congratulate yourself. Somehow, some way, even without access to a consistent higher level of inner comfort that this new confidence will offer you, you've managed to do all of the things you've done and get through all of the things you've made it through. And I'm guessing, yes, it's a guess, but based on the number of people that I've worked with, I'd say it's a pretty good guess. I'm guessing that your accomplishments are pretty incredible when you consider having done them while lacking in an area that's important to you. So give yourself a heavy dose of credit because I suspect you deserve it and get excited because if you can do all that you've done without next level confidence, imagine what you're about to do with it and how that's going to feel, including investing in your total well-being. I have decided it is impossible to have harm or gain in an exclusive area of our lives. Meaning if we cause or allow harm in one area, we are stunting our growth and experiences in many areas. And similarly, when we choose to grow, we expand our ability to experience fulfillment and contribute in positive ways all around us. When we think about our mindset, and you may have heard the term growth mindset. If you've studied it, you've probably come across Carol Dweck's work regarding the distinction between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. If not, in summary, a fixed mindset belief would be one that assumes certain traits and abilities are fixed or largely immovable. Whereas a growth mindset philosophy operates from the belief system that Abilities can be developed through effort and learning, relearning or unlearning. And we do a lot of relearning and unlearning in my programs, especially where habits, patterns and tendencies exist that are no longer serving my clients. I am absolutely growth mindset oriented and a proponent of questioning beliefs and adopting new ones when the ones we're operating from don't have a favorable ROI. When we choose to believe that we can change and others can change, not just minimally or incrementally, but when we believe in big changes, we open ourselves up to a whole new world of beautiful possibilities for ourselves and for the people around us. And it's also worth mentioning that when we do this, there will be people who aren't going to come along for the ride. They can't get on board with big changes, not for themselves, not for you, not for anybody else. Now, they may say that they want change or that they hope things change, but when it comes down to it, they struggle and they don't allow for the process the grace and the acceptance that is required to fully embrace transitions. So just know that because when you do the work to become more of who you really want to be, you'll be attracted to and you will attract more people like the upgraded version of yourself. 
and the current level of connection you have with people who aren't moving in that direction or not at the pace that you're moving will dampen. And in some cases, your growth may repel some people. And that's okay. Your growth and your journey here is not contingent on someone else's acceptance of who you are or what you do. In fact, I hope that we all become so busy bettering ourselves, mastering our own obstacles, and contributing to incredible causes that we don't have time to critique or figure out or solve other people's lives. And if you notice that you're a little too interested in thinking you know what's best for someone else, I want to encourage you to uncover why that preoccupation is really important to you. If we're really honest with ourselves, usually when we're spending time and energy on things outside of our realm of direct influence, it's because we are allowing ourselves to become distracted from working on things we can change and that we would benefit from working on. So notice that and choose to be intentional with the investment of your energy. As you make choices on what you want to work on, try on a growth mindset. It is literally impossible to escape our own thoughts. And if we have to hear them, we'd better make them good. That creates momentum and motivating energy and confidence. And when we talk to and about ourselves in ways that are encouraging and hopeful and uplifting, and I'm not talking about arrogance or conceit, which are literally just downers. I'm talking about an entire mental operating system of effective beliefs built upon beliefs that illuminate the paths to our richest experiences yet. The topic of how our growth can change our interactions with others is important to our cultivation of confidence because as with anything we're trying to learn or develop in, how we think about this process and the type of energy we're around as we're growing impacts our attention, our focus, and sustainability of motivation, all things that are needed to transition from where we are to where we want to go. So whether we decide that someone or a group of people are no longer daily interactions that are best for us, or maybe someone or a group of people noticing our efforts and changes decides that we are no longer a daily interaction that suits them. Those are external details that we need to allow space for. A big part of confidence is resilience. And when a person in our lives is or becomes more of an obstacle than an enrichment, we have to make decisions about what is truly in our best interest. And I'm not saying that's easy. I've had the opportunity to make these choices too, where a part of me wanted to maintain a relationship and another part of me knew it was no longer best, at least not as it was. Sometimes we approach an appropriate parting point with a person and other times we adjust downward our level of interaction and intentionally decide how much thought space we're going to give someone going forward. And when I've made those decisions, it was not only the healthiest thing for me and the personal growth I was engaged in, but it was best for everyone around me, including my husband and children who are direct recipients of whatever mood I'm in or whatever growth I'm experiencing, but also 
for the people or person I was distancing myself from. Because think about it this way. If we were having a completely open and transparent conversation with someone and we were to say, hey, I've realized we really aren't winners for each other anymore. And this friendship kind of holds me back in some ways that are important to me, but I'm keeping you around because I don't want to have a conversation about this and I don't yet respect myself enough to set healthy boundaries. I'd really rather not argue. So let's just keep things as they are. Nobody would, or at least hopefully nobody would want to continue the relationship under those circumstances. And if they would, that's a whole different concern for another podcast. But the root of the matter is that people in general want to feel good and definitely don't want to feel worse. And there is no way to consistently cultivate an environment to develop your confidence without the necessary and critical component of being selective in surrounding yourself with people who believe in you, inspire your growth, build you up, and emphasize your accomplishments. Now, That's a lot for this episode, and we've still got more work to do in this section of creating confidence. So again, go back and listen to the first part of this series if you haven't already, or visit dentallife.coach for information on upcoming courses and coaching. I'm on your team, and I'm excited about your growth. I'll be with you in the next episode. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools, as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.